You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You could get lucky anywhere playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Special guests and off topics in this segment, anything goes, you're listening to 3PM. Oh, damn, bro. That that was a truly insane story. Yeah. I'm so stressed. Yeah. <laughs> so... It's super alarming that that's not your scariest story. <laughs> I'm almost like scared to continue. <laughs> this story is not as it's not as slow burn. It's not going to give you heart problems again, but it's scarier to me because I don't have an explanation for it. That last story, I can kind of rationalize it in my head like, oh, it was messed up, but people are like that out in the world. This one. So. In a single week. In the year 2018, I had three separate sleep paralysis encounters in one week. That's, I'm just going to leave it out there. This is a sleep paralysis story. Everybody, if you don't know what it is, look it up. Pause the episode. Google it. <laughs> look up some horror stories about it. It's a crazy thing. Yeah. Basically, do I need to explain it? You want to explain? Maybe it? just a super brief. You can just super brief. Give them an explanation. Give your give your listeners an explanation of sleep paralysis. All right. So scientific side of sleep paralysis is your your mind wakes up, but your body's still asleep. And what happens is your brain has a mechanism to shut off all your bodily functions, so that when you dream, you don't actually like punch yourself or something <laughs> like that. So what happens is sometimes your mind wakes up and your body's still asleep, and you're left with paralysis you can't move it's super alarming you as hard as you try you can't scream you can't make any noise and it can be very very stressful very very terrifying that's the scientific side there's also a huge world of like supernatural aspect to sleep paralysis a lot of people talk about seeing figures um feeling demonic or evil presences around you um it has this scary connotation and the more you talk about it, the more it happens. So good luck, listeners. Oh, shoot. Mine doesn't have anything paranormal in it. Kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Got us. So the, the one thing I'll say is like what, like you said, where your mind shuts down and your, bo- your body shuts down and your mind doesn't. The way I like to explain it is like if you like turn on your phone and it's still on the lock screen. That's like your body. So like you're awake as a human being, but nothing that usually works is working. It's all locked down. That makes sense. So... Like you just said, I had that happen to me three times in a single week of my life. And I've never experienced it again. I've never experienced before this point. I knew of it beforehand. So I knew what it was as soon as it happened to me. But 
the way the frequency at which it happened and the way they all connected together really has an impact on my life like to this day frick dude so i'll set the scene so i was in my i just i i was about to finish college i was living at home like commuting to college and i was living at my mom's house my dad's house and basically the way it was was it's a three-story house third story is an attic that's been turned into a living space and I was living up in the attic. It's very cold. It's very drafty. And it's very isolated from the rest of the house. It has its own bathroom, everything. So when I would get home from school, I would kind of chill out up there. Like it was a whole space. So I had my bed set up and I had my desk and it was all like right next to each other. So like my bed was my couch. My bed was my everything. So when I would go to sleep, I would kind of just pass out wherever because it was just my space. So I think that is a part of what cause the sleep paralysis because I was so used to just falling asleep doing whatever I was doing you know what I mean especially at the time when I was in college and just doing whatever and it was like my parents house it was just like that was the whole mood so this one week it was like maybe May I was up there I was making music you know I was watching tv I was listening to a podcast all all like intermingled I don't even don't even really know but I remember the last thing I remember before the experience, I was laying on my bed, listening to a podcast, just dozing off, kind of sitting there, arms crossed, looking at the ceiling, chilling, like as chill as it could be, like no problems in the world, nothing I had to do, just, just relaxing, ready to like just doze off whenever I dozed off type of thing. I remember starting to get tired, it's maybe around... I'm not going to say 3 a.m., but it was probably around 3 a.m. Um, and something happened that never happens. My little sister opened the door of my room, middle of the night, while I'm sleeping. I'm just laying there. My sister, bang, door opens. I get up in bed. She's staring there, not moving, not speaking, just looking at me. And she's got a lap oh. and she's got a laptop in her hand. And I'm like, what are you doing? And almost like monotonously, she's like walking over to my bed with the laptop as if we're like in an office and she's like bringing the laptop, like it's open, like lit up like the laptop. And it's at this point that I realize this is a dream or something like a dream. It's not real because it looks like my sister and it looks realistic but it's three in the morning and something is off. Like something in my brain told me, this is a dream. This is not real life. I don't remember falling asleep. I can still hear the podcast, but this- Wait, did you just hear something yell? Stop. Did you just hear something yell? Stop, no. Did you fucking hear that? Bro, don't play no jokes right now. I did. I swear. I swear. I heard someone in the background say either help, help or sell. I heard help. Oh, guys, by the way, I'm a ventriloquist. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Stop. Stop. I didn't do anything. I swear. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Keep yeah, going. Keep I'll going. just try to freaking forget Not that. Think happened. about Yeah. <laughs> No, I gotta go. You're making me want to get up and like search my place right now. Oh my goodness. Um, 
I realize it's a, I realize it has to be a dream. There's nothing, like my sister has never like come into my room, like, and let alone, she's never come in my room like with a laptop in her hand. I'm like, this must be some like thing in my brain, just like recycling. You know what I mean? Like how dreams are. Cause I'm like, yep. but I can't like, it's so real. Cause I don't remember falling asleep. So I'm like, what is going on? And then she sits on the foot of my bed and just starts like typing away on her laptop. And I go to say something. I remember my mouth opening with a thought in my head to say something. And then snap of my fingers. I'm back laying down. My sister's gone. The door's closed. It never happened. In the split second, she go, I, I stood up. She walked in my room. Snap. Never happened. Psych. That was a dream. I'm back in the same position. I'm laying down. The podcast is still playing. It's been playing like I've been following it this whole time type of thing. But now I can't move. I'm paralyzed. Just like that. One second, my sister is walking in my room. I think it's a normal situation. Boom. Nope. You're in a dream. You're sleeping. And by the way, you're also paralyzed. Before I can even fathom what's going on, because I've never experienced this before. I feel a breath on the back of my neck. Warm, like (sighs) slow, right on the back of my neck. And I feel legs and arms grappling me from behind. Almost like, you you know, like a koala hug, like that from behind, Like like a little kid is like, Give you're giving a little kid a piggyback ride, but you're laying on your back on the bed, right? No, I'm laying on my side. I always sleep on my side. Oh, this reminds me of a we told a story from another listener. Her name's Autumn, and Yeah, so it's like, so just to backtrack a second, I'm laying there like chilling, like not really sleeping, just on my back, listening to a podcast. My sister comes in. I get up out, like I sit up in bed and then without even realizing as if it's like a flip of a movie scene, I'm laying on my side as if I've been sleeping the whole time. And then, so I feel these arms and I can't move. So I can't look behind me, obviously, but I, I can move my eyes, I realize. And I look down like towards my torso and I see legs. I see legs, bro, coming around my waist. And they're not just legs, they're pitch black, tar black, black, like, and I can see little like hairs on them. I can still picture this to my day, like hairy, like, like just like male masculine like legs coming around me like very long legs just like slender men like spider like coming around me and i feel they're jet black jet black yeah but like little i could see the little like hairs glistening on it too like also black like but it's like i can like it was so vivid like i can remember this texture like that's one of the only things i remember and I can feel a pressure on my chest, but I can't look that far down without my head moving. So I assume arms were also coming around me. I can feel the pressure. Like he said with the story, another listener told, I feel like I can feel it getting tighter and tighter. And people that have sleep paralysis say like they feel like 
they can't breathe or they're dying. I can attest to that. Like I thought I was like, I thought I was going to die. Like it felt menacing. And then it laughed. And this is the part that, this is the part that ruins it for me every time. The way it laughed, as soon as I heard the laugh hit my ears, I felt like, I don't know how to explain it. I felt like this thing was my brother, my little brother. I don't know how to explain it to you, but the way it like grabbed me and laughed, like maybe some memory in my head kicked in of like me and my brother like wrestling when we were children or something. And like, it was as if like it was using my memories to like trick me into thinking it was my brother or something like, but like, I remember like it made a noise, like a laugh. And like, it was like, no, like I'm friendly. Like, but it was still the whole time I'm still being squeezed. I'm thinking to myself, wow, he like, some force like brought my sister into this. It brought my brother into this. Like it's trying to like, I don't know what is going on. And it's squeezing me. I can still hear this breathing. I'm freaking out. And then in the, like a deep, like impossibly deep, like pitched down voice, it starts speaking in a foreign language. I don't to this day know what languages. I don't know what it was saying, but it sounded like Middle Eastern, like Sumerian, like tongues like god like a chant like i don't i can't even mimic it but like in my ear bro i can hear this like chanting over and over again the same words i don't know what it was it's just squeezing the life out of me and i'm panicking and i don't know what to do i can't move and i muster all of my strength that I can't like I'm, I'm thinking because at this point I'm literally the craziest part is I'm conscious and the podcast I could I, this damn podcast I can still hear it like I could if I if if I could somehow ignore this thing squeezing life at me I could probably listen to the podcast and like hear the story they were talking about you know what I mean like I was you're, you're still there I was so conscious it was so crazy like my brain is like what do you do what what do we do what do we do and I'm like you have to move like you have to move you have to do something and the way that energy channeled into my body was biting down. I wasn't biting down on it, but I was just biting down with my jaw. And I was like thinking in my head, I don't know why I rationalize it this way, but I was like, if I bite down hard enough, this will, I'll wake up. Yep. Just if I have enough muscle movement going on, I'll wake up. And I did. I woke up on my side. Thing was gone. Podcast still playing. Disappear gone like just vanished chanting stops squeezing stops i'm literally like looking behind me just like fully mobile just like oh my god bro so scared like literally feeling like blessed to be alive just like i want to like go downstairs and wake up my mom type of thing and i'm like 21 years old i'm like terrified i don't know what to do and i just don't sleep the rest of the night i'm just like awake the next day, I go to classes at, at school. I go to work. I work at a grocery store in the back room, stocking shelves and stuff. But like we're in the warehouse back side of the grocery store, like stocking shelves. And I'm telling my coworker about this. And I'm like trying to like ease into it, but it's just the only thing on my mind. So I'm like, hey, have you like ever heard of like sleep paralysis? Like blah, blah, blah. And he's like, no, what's that? And I'm like, damn it. Because like as soon as he says no, what's that? I'm like, I can't. He's not going to relate to me. So I give him a little synopsis and he like doesn't seem to believe me. And I'm like, 
okay, that's cool. We're just like stacking boxes. I walk over to the freezer to like put a box away and I open the freezer. And in the split second I open the door, I see a black figure standing in the freezer behind like some boxes, just like in the corner, like jump scare. Like I may, I was exhausted. Like I might've been having like, just like a flashback, but like, I swear I saw it. And in that moment, I realized some part of me realized like, bro, this is going to happen again to you. This thing is fall. Something is following you right now. Like something is seriously following you. I go back home after work late at night. I do the same routine and I'm terrified. But it, what am I going to do? This is my life. Like this is this is I'm I'm 21 year old kid living at home. What do I do when I go home? I go to that same room. This thing happened. Like what? I don't know what to do. I don't know how to go back to sleep now. Like, but I have no choice. Like, I don't I don't know. So I go to sleep the second night. Nothing happens. I'm kidding with you guys. <laughs> Just kidding. Nothing happens the second night. Oh, take a breath. That's why. That's how I felt too. You know what I mean? How you Something's guys? Something's coming. But nothing happened the second night. I regret that nothing happened the second night because I let my guard down. If it happened two nights in a row, I feel like I would have handled it better. The fact that it gave me a night off, so to say, I wake up the next morning. I'm like, damn it, nothing happened. I'm like, okay, that was just a one-time thing. I beat it. I'm good. I'm done. <laughs> This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. I have benefited from therapy in a way that it's allowed me to feel a lot more light, lightness in my heart, my head my emotions, if that's something that you are needing, if that's something that's missing, uh, give therapy a try. Give BetterHelp a try. Uh, we want to hook you up um, by getting it off your chest uh, and it be a little lighter on the wallet. Uh, go ahead and visit betterhelp.com slash 3 a.m. and you can get 10% off your first month. Again, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash 3 a.m. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Fast forward because nothing happens that next day. Fast forward 12 hours or whatever. Getting ready to go to sleep again. I go to sleep. I remember this dream this time because I'm in my kitchen. I remember falling asleep. I'm in my kitchen. Swear on my life, my brother walks into my kitchen holding a laptop just like my sister had been that other night. Same exact like scenario. I'm in my kitchen. The fridge is on this side. There's an island, like a, a countertop island in the middle. I'm walking in between the fridge and the countertop. 
and at the entrance of the kitchen, he walks in, looks at me, I say hi, he comes over to the island, puts his laptop down, starts typing. And this time, I'm lucid. Like, I'm, I'm in control, I feel like I'm awake. This time, I'm like, no. I'm gonna look at him, and I'm gonna find out if this is really my brother. <laughs> I look at him, his light, his face is illuminated by this laptop. He's, he's sitting at the counter, staring at him. Lights glowing, he's typing. He looks up at me, grinning. All of a sudden, something tackles me on the back. Same way as the night before, except tackles me on the back, grabs me, wraps around me. It's saying the same like language stuff in my ear, but faster. As if it was just a tape fast forwarded. I fall forward with it on my back in my kitchen. As I'm about to hit the ground, I wake up in my bed face down, paralyzed with oh, no. a force on my back pressing down on me like the worst massage ever. <laughs> a shaitan massage, dude. But this time I'm terrified because I'm face down. I'm like, I'm going to freaking suffocate, bro. Like what is happening? What is happening? And I literally am laying there like this and I'm like, what do you do, bro? What do you do? This thing is on your back. It's talking fast forward Sumerian and <laughs> I didn't do anything. I couldn't do anything. I was, I, I, that second night this happened in the same week, I gave in. Like right then and there, I was like, last night I was kind of like more comfortable as in another position. It was new to me. I knew what to do. I don't know what to do anymore. Like I don't, and I just like laid there and it passed. As, as people say in these sleep paralysis situations, it's kind of like, it's kind of like how you would think of a panic attack. It gets to the peak and it just like you forget when it passed because it was so bad. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. It's like you were so wrapped up in it being so bad that like you forget even when it stopped being bad. Like because it was your brain was just so rattled by it. And then from there, did you did you like what did you feel after? Did you go right back to sleep? Because for me, when I have sleep paralysis and tell me about it, like it's super intense, but it like physically exhausts me. Where like you would think like if you have something traumatizing, all of your senses and everything about you is like firing off like super alert. But with sleep paralysis, like even though it was traumatized, like it exhausted me to the point where I like fall almost immediately asleep. So the, the, t the second time I did fall asleep. But that first night, like I told you, like it was just so weird to me. And like just being the way I am, I didn't sleep after it because I was just like. I like, I think, I think the first night I literally like, just like watched a documentary on it on YouTube. Like I just sat up in bed, like, screw that. Let's research. Like, it's like, yeah, I, I remember doing that too. Like the first time I got it, at least after a long time, cause I used to get it a lot as a kid. Okay. And then when I was like, maybe like 21, I started getting it again and I wasn't going to sleep the first couple of times, like researching it and whatnot. Yeah. But uh, maybe because for you, it was like your first time ever as well, you know? Right. And because I, and it was because like, I feel like I, I never experienced it as a kid. And I, so I was really well aware of what was happening to me when it first happened. 
So like, I was like in for it and I like didn't sleep after it because I was like, holy crap. Cause like, it was one of the first times anything paranormal really happened to me. This was before that first story you guys told about me. Like this was early on in my spooky existence. It was just like a real, the first time was just crazy. Like, but then two nights later, like I said, I just like let it happen. And like the whole, like it ending me falling asleep, it all just kind of blurred, like just exhaustion, like you said. Like when you had it, did you see figures too? Or like, yeah, when I was little, yeah, now I don't. Um, except there was, there's been one time where I've seen a figure, um, as an adult, but as a kid, I'd, I'd see somebody all the time, like in your room, like looking at you. Yep. Oof, man. At the, at the foot of my bed or like standing outside the window, even though I live on the second story oh. or at my door or on the ceiling. Oh. Um, oh, yeah, bro. Uh, I was recently hanging out with a lot of family members mm-hmm. and they asked me to tell a scary story. So I was like, all right. And I started telling this one and we got to the subject of sleep paralysis. Right. And right when we started talking about that, someone who wasn't really engaging at all walked into the room Ooh. and was like, are you guys talking about the faceless woman? Oh, what? And I was like, that that was exactly my reaction. I was like, what? And he's like, yeah, like, don't you all see the faceless woman at the foot of your bed? Stop. And I was I was like, no. And he's like, I s-. he was being 100% serious. And this dude is no bullshit. He like doesn't. Who was this to you? My wife's cousin. So like alarming because like it was I'm just saying it wasn't like someone you're close with where you're like, what, bro? It was like, oh, OK. No, like we're we're close enough where he said that. And I was like, okay, you have to tell us. And he's like, it's nothing really. I just ever since I was a little kid, I had sleep paralysis and I'd always see this like faceless woman either at my door or at the foot of my bed. Ooh. How does he know it's a woman if it's faceless, though? I don't know. I Ooh. I didn't really I, I didn't really ask him a ton of details because I was going to wait till later to be like, yo, tell me all about that so I could tell it on the podcast. Oh, my God. God, you should save that. You should save it and get more information from him. I think I will. He just, from the whole vibe he was giving, I didn't really feel like he was really into the whole scary story thing because he was like, didn't care until we brought that up. And then he walked in. He was like, wait, are you guys talking about this? But okay, I'm going to share one really quick story. Do it. So this is actually a story that I kind of have been asked not to tell, but I think it's appropriate. Someone I know was going through a dark time and they were dealing with a lot of dark things and people going through dark subjects and they were struggling with it. And at the same time, this experience happened to their dad and I know their dad and he is the last person that I would say like would make something up. And he told me the story dead serious. So matter of fact, and he was just like, it happened. I have no idea. Like I can't deny that it happened. So what he said was he was staying in this, uh, I think hotel room or apartment because he works a lot away from home. Right. Mm -hmm. And in the middle of the night, he wakes up and he's just completely paralyzed. That's bad in a familiar place too. And he feels a demonic presence, a darkness in the room pressing down on him. And he said he feels pressure 
on his shoulder, push down, push him face down into the bed so he could barely breathe. And he said he like felt the bed creak and the like springs in the mattress creaking as he went lower and lower down into this bed. So he starts calling on God, throwing up every prayer he can. And uh, finally it releases him. And I I think like DJ, uh, he comes out super drained and falls asleep. So he wakes up in the morning and I think a lot of us have this experience where anyone who has a paranormal experience the next day, you know, memories are crazy. Like they can get murky. They can. And you start to wonder, like, what was that? Was it as bad as I remember? You know, am I remembering it correctly? Right. So he's he wakes up in the morning. He goes into the bathroom. He's brushing his teeth and he looks up in the mirror. No. And he he's wearing a white undershirt to bed. No, stop. And he sees something just on the tip of his shoulder right here in the mirror. <sighs> so he turns and he pulls down like this. And he's just like, Charlie, I don't know what to tell you, but I had a black handprint on oh, the back of my shoulder. No, no, no. And that's what I, I was like. No, I was like, no, you did not. Because I know this guy. And I was like, no, you did not. And he's like, I swear on everything. And I don't know what it was, but it was there. So I think he burned that t-shirt. <laughs> I think he was like, I, I don't want to mess with this. I don't want any of it in my life. I think he burned that t-shirt and he's just like, I have no idea what that was. For the sake of the story, I'm picturing him just like literally taking it off in the bathroom mirror and just pulling out a lighter like, nope, 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 nope. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just straight up. <laughs> but no, thanks. No, but isn't that, cra- isn't that crazy? Like for him, like the, the sprint, he could hear the springs creaking. It's like, for me, it was like seeing its leg hair. Like, it's like, just like, it's like your brain is like small details. Like that, like, is like real, bro. Like, yeah, these are real senses you're feeling right now. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't know what it is, man. I don't know how to explain that, that phenomenon. Uh, I've definitely experienced it myself. I know countless people who've gone through it and it's weird that there's this shared experience with it. It's this black figure, this pressure, uh, people, koala bear hugging you from the back like i don't know man and he, and you feel and you like and like he like he prayed like it's like you feel a life or death situation where you wouldn't feel in like a normal nightmare yeah like you feel like this is real you need to start like making amends right now because this is going down and i won't even tell you about the last one because it was like pretty much the same thing um, just for the sake of time and my memory, I really can't remember the third one, but it happened like right after, but like, I didn't sleep in my bed for a year after I slept on the floor next to my bed. And Ryan can attest to this when he would come over and stay the night, I'd let people stay in my bed and I'd sleep on the floor. <laughs> You're like, good luck, mate. <laughs> I didn't. Like I, that's how shook I was like for a year. I, I slept right next to my bed on the floor with my blankets and stuff like, and it just like became normal to me. And like, I guess for a week sleeping on the floor normally, I like just was like, this is the safe spot. Like I feel more comfortable here. I was like falling asleep easier there. And it just like, it's just so crazy to me thinking back like now and like, I'm really hoping that telling this story out loud is not like bringing something up where I'm going to like message you tomorrow. Like, bro, it happened again. Like, I'm just like, 
Because <laughs> that thing really, like, I, I really thought for a week, like, I thought, like, I thought it was a sign. I thought, like, something bad was going to happen to me. Like, I was really shook up. Like, I really thought, like, just being, like, a person that didn't experience a lot of paranormal and wanting to, and then having it, like, overwhelm me, like, to the point where I couldn't take it, I was, like, something really messed up must be like coming my way type of thing. Like, I don't know. That makes sense. That would do- definitely feel like an omen or something. <laughs> a little bit. And like the way the, just the way it linked with my siblings and stuff. It's like to this day, I think of that. Like if I hug my brother, like I'll, I'll think of that thing. grabbing. Yeah. You, you, you back up and you see him grinning all of a sudden and you're like, Oh no, you never woke up. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> You're still asleep, spooky. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, it, with sleep paralysis, I, I've talked about this briefly before, but the feeling where the, the paralyzed bit, there's, I can't think of any other experience that I've had where I feel that, you know? Right. Like for me, it feels like everyone's had the dream where you're falling and you hit the ground and you wake up, right? Yeah. The paralyzing bit feels like that impact when you hit the hit the ground after falling but just imagine that impact like extended over like a longer period of time feels like hours yeah and it's like such like an intense like rushing i I don't know dude just overwhelming everything about it you're like getting a rush in your body like a fight or flight feeling because you're panicking kind of like you're like it's like it's like such an adrenaline rush not being able to move yeah yeah so that alone is is a insane sensation it's hard to relate to because there's not a lot of things where you feel that physically so you get that and then you pile on start adding dark visual (laughs) visual details you know arms and legs around your body you can see their skin or the hair for me i would see i would see dark figures but i could see like the hair shining in the dark like long hair so i knew it was a, a girl or a woman you know, Ugh. I could see the hair like draping over the shoulders, but yeah, yeah, it, it all it, like stacks on top of each other. Do you remember DJ? Do you remember being able to breathe? Because I, when I, when it happened to me and being paralyzed, like I don't remember breathing in the scenarios. None of, none of my, uh, like sleep paralysis stories, like, or experiences, I can never breathe in any of them. And every time I snap out of it, there's like a short period where I'm like, <laughs> like yeah. trying to cat, catch my breath, like a coming to. But I'm happy I didn't see these things' faces. You, you, you see hair and stuff. Like I, I, I was like, uh, to this day, I wonder what their face must have looked like. Like, I felt it breathing, and it still bothers to this day. Like I couldn't see it. Like I physically was unable to look. And like yeah. that's the, one of the things that terrified me the most was like want it like like literally laying there this thing wrapping around you and you're like what does it look like what's his face what is this thing like don't don't wonder too hard yeah i was gonna say don't wonder too much um i think i've had one instance where it was similar to what you had with something wrapping around me i i had a dream where a lot of times i like to sleep like in the corner like with my back towards the wall and i had a dream I think it was more of a dream than sleep paralysis uh, because there wasn't as much of a struggle, but like leading up to it felt like sleep, sleep paralysis. But I was awake in my dream and under the covers of my blanket 
and I felt safe because I was up against the wall and I could see my whole room and everything in front of me. But I felt like something come through the wall behind me and and like the wall wrapping around me and something like a face coming by the side of my head next to my ear. And before it could say anything, before I could really struggle and like really be in that like just terrible spot, I I woke up. Ugh. So I don't know, man. You know, like those videos where they say like they can teach you how to lucid dream. Yep. There has to be a way to do sleep paralysis like voluntarily. But bro, why would you? We should rent out a cabin in the middle of the desert <laughs> and get a bunch of sleeping bags and put our mics up and cameras and watch a sleep paralysis video and see what happens. Bro, uh, DJ, DJ's girlfriend recorded him while he was going through sleep paralysis. No, this was a roommate. This was on one of the earlier episodes, but one of my roommates. Um, we were in the living room. This was like a year, year and a half ago. And... We're watching TV. It's late. It's like a little after midnight and I fall asleep on the couch. He's still up and uh, the lights are on. I Should I tell the dream first or his perspective? Does it matter? Maybe not. But basically my dream was I was in like a, a basement of a house and it's one of those where like it's not fully underground. Like there's windows higher up on the wall that like when you look through it, you can see like the ground. Does that make sense? The ground level. And I was in like a straight jacket or something that was like, like I was belted down on like a table. Strapped down. Yeah. Stra- I was strapped down and I could see everybody walking outside and I knew I was in trouble and I knew I was like kidnapped or something of that sort. And I knew that I needed to get out as being held against my will. And as I was like yelling and screaming at people outside, like on the other side of the window, like to help me or like get me out of here, um, a voice comes right behind my head. I don't know whose voice it was, but he says, you can see them, but they can't see you. And it was just me like screaming and like just trying to get somebody's attention, just trying to get somebody's help. In the real world, my roommates in the living room still awake watching TV and I'm having this dream and I'm, I can't move in my dream. All I can do is just scream and he whips out his camera because I'm asleep, like muffled screaming. Like if something's like holding their hand over my mouth, like I'm like screaming and he thinks it's kind of funny at first, but in the context of the dream, it's, it's terrifying. But to him, it was like, what? This guy's tripping. tripping. Yeah. So he, he, uh, he filmed me, let me struggle for like, it's like a 45, it's like a 45 second video of me struggling. And then he finally wakes me up. He's like, dude, you're having this, this crazy dream. I was like, I know I was dying. (laughs) You bastard. I was dying. Props to him though for filming, dude. I wouldn't have thought to film. I need to find that video again. It's been a little while, but the sounds that I make while sleeping, like the muffled screaming sounds, 
uh, like I said, it it's probably it might be funny, but in the context of the dream, like it's it's terrifying, dude. It's just it's it's a little disturbing because it's like primal. Like DJ's making primal noises. They're like, you know, it's like uh, like I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but. When I watched it, that it was like, like taking a shit. Not <laughs> quite like that. So <laughs> when I watched it, it was like funny, but I knew just knowing the context, I was like, that's not funny. Yeah, because you could tell uh, real quick. I was listening to a podcast today about this guy who had so many different experiences. He, he ended up contacting a demonologist to come to his house. But one, one of the experiences was he had so much sleep paralysis and what would happen is he'd fall asleep in his bed on his side and like, let's say his left ear would be down on the pillow and he'd just be staring straight forward. And all of a sudden he would hear whispering through his pillow. And he remembered that super vividly, like something going in his, in his pillow ear. And he said like, but it's just those things that we talked about, like the weird uh, details that like stand out to you and like, he knew that something shouldn't be whispering through his pillow and that's what really set him off. But anyway, bro, I feel like we got to wrap it up kind of soon, but it's been a pleasure. It's been really fun. And that's like, this is, we, we talked about it before, but this is the goal of the podcast. It's so crazy. We linked up with random homie who who's from Connecticut, moved to LA and now we're like sharing trading stories. You know what I mean? Hmm. It's uh, and I, I'm trying to bring you some. I'm hoping to bring you some kind of different ones. I don't want to. I don't want to give you the same type of stories everybody else gives you. So I'm like, I'm coming with. I'm coming with what I got. I'm like, these guys need to hear these stories. I hey. Well, we appreciate it, my man. Like honestly, your stories tonight, especially the girl one, that's gonna linger with me for a while. Is like I don't know because we've all been there. We've all had like sketchy hookups. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, <laughs> but I don't know. Maybe not all of us. The makeout story in the club too had me shook. I like these are these are good stories, man. You're a good storyteller, and yeah, we we appreciate all of your your support. And it's like the meme now. It's like I should call her. <laughs> <laughs> Girl, like, huh? That reminds me. I should give her a call. <laughs> Please don't, though, man. I don't know. I feel like you narrowly escaped last time. I'm playing. I'm playing. No, I, I, I really appreciate you guys giving me the time and the platform to tell my stories. It just like hypes me up to be able to tell scary stories on a podcast. Like to think of these experiences I've had, and like if I if I had ever thought that I would be telling them to somebody who actually like lives for these kind of stories on a platform that other people will get to hear them on. Like that's just a trip for me to, and I'm like grateful to even experience them just to be able to speak to them with you guys. So I know it. Like, that's the thing, like, that's the thing that, like, your podcast makes me so happy listening to. It's like, when else would these guys get to tell their stories like this with some people that, like, are, like, down to earth, funny, like, like, guys you can, like, get along with and, like, just chill with. And, like, you can tell them about some of, like, the freakiest things that have ever happened to you. Like, when will you ever get that opportunity, man? So, beautiful thing. Hey, tell the people where they can find you. How do they? How do they look you up? IG or at what or uh, Spotify, whatever. Everything. Every you can you can find me everywhere at Spooky Bands. One word, not a Z at the end. People ask me that. Spooky Bands. No, it's just Spooky Bands. Exactly how it sounds. One word. And um, September thirteenth, in honor of my Friday the thirteenth birth, I've got a um, music video coming out. Hell yeah, that's awesome. Well, dude, 
we appreciate it so much. We're definitely going to link back up after we watch Mom with uh, Sean, and we'll let you know how that goes. But, dude, uh, uh, it's been a blast. I This has been a long time coming, and I, I love that we're able to, like, collaborate in this way. So I appreciate it. You mind if I wrap it up? No, keep doing you guys, and stay safe out there, and thank you. Yeah. All right. Everyone out there, thank you so much for tuning in. I, I hope you guys had fun, as much fun as we did tonight. So everyone out there, bye, love you, be safe. Uh, everyone out there, thank you so much. Uh, this is one of the, the dreams of the podcast is to link up with good people, good stories, learn and be scared for a little bit, you know. Um, it, it's been real fun. So thank you for for sticking with us, if you've been with us for a while or if you're new, welcome. We hope we give you more reason to stay. Um, but trust your gut and watch your back. We love you. Hey, what do you want to? What's your sign off, Spooky? My sign off is if you like these guys' stories, get their Patreon because their stories are just as good on there. And if you if you, if you always wish they, their episodes went on a little longer, get the Patreon. I mean, <laughs> you know my last words got to be a plug for y'all. So get their Patreon. Damn, Damn bro. The ultimate plug. Thanks, G. Yeah, go listen to Spooky Benz everywhere you listen to music. That's you know. Let's do this. Hey, Spooky, we got shirts too. So those are coming soon. We'll, let, we'll, we'll show you that later. I'll be the first purchase. I got you. Gang, gang. All right, man. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. Of course, bro. See everyone. Everyone take care. See you out there. Baby, do better. I ain't playing any of y'all games. I'm too ready for him. I know she gon' love me on a day. She know the bread coming. After that, the world of myself gon' get a fed up. Life is all high, all away from her. Dream big, dream on. It's not about the life that you live, it's about the life that you want. Let's believe it. I was outside all night, freezing, said, fuck it, get back to the money. Yeah, dream big, dream on. It's not about the life that you live, it's about the life that you want. Let's believe it. I was outside all night, freezing, said, fuck it, get back to the money, yeah. Tried to buy a lot of things, I woke up, started working for them. They just want my profits, they don't know I'm never working for them. All these fake people, real soldiers, I've been searching for them. Put them on order, Desi boy, it's a gang, yeah, we on it. I've been going all in this, baby mama want it. But I don't never flaunt shit, I'm solid like a hornet. Canela bitch, a hot fixin', fuck that harm in my kitchen pot whipping, I'm not missing yet. Yeah, yeah. to the grave, something about the plot, dig it, I'm a dream on Morphine on me, so I'm numb with a pain come. Got my eggs on the iPhone, eggs can't come. They used to make me feel small, now I told them I'm a dream big, dream on. It's not about the life that you live, it's about the life that you want. Let's believe it. I was outside all night, freezing, said, fuck it, get back to the money, yeah. Dream big, dream on. It's not about the life that you live, it's about the life that you want. Let's believe it. I was outside all night, freezing, said, fuck it, get back to the money, yeah. Can't breathe too well. I've been faded off a couple in the new hotel. They can't help you out. If you want to you gotta just help yourself. Let that shit play by. Can't breathe too well. I've been faded off a couple in the new hotel. They can't help you out. If you want to you gotta just help yourself. All you gotta do is dream, babe. Dream on. It's not about the life you live, it's about the life that you want. Best believe it. 
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. My name is Bill Huffman, and I am a former Cleveland news producer, and I am now the host of the podcast, Who Killed? I began the show focusing on the unsolved murder of Amy Mihaljevic, and now each week I explore a different case with a focus on some of the victims who don't get the attention they deserve. I have a deep catalog of over 225 episodes, so there is a guarantee there will be something for you. Who Killed is an evergreen podcast, killer podcasts, and slow burn media production. Subscribe today wherever you get your favorite shows.